everybody to the Big Dudes and the Trenches Podcast. We are the three big dudes of your carrying gifts. We travel real far. Um, that's doesn't work really, but I, you know, I, I went there. Happened, and we can't turn back now. So it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> this is number seven of our FCS conference preview series. We've already done all of the FBS. You can find all of those conference previews on our YouTube channel or on the Bloodline Entertainment Network's YouTube channel or on the Bloodline Entertainment Network website, bloodlinenetwork.com. Killed it, crushed it. 10 out of 10, perfect. Can't believe it. Finally happened. I I Uh, love how slow you took that to make sure you said it right. Yes, that is exactly. You what also looked at the bottom was, of the screen where the uh, I, where it was. I was totally, totally not reading the bottom of the screen on Twitch. Uh, so that's a hint for all y'all. If you're on Twitch, you can see all those links live and not wait for me to say them correctly. Definitely helps because uh, Tug refuses to read them for us most of the time, even though he's definitely better at it than I am. So get your fill by reading them yourself on Twitch live with us or in the description of the podcast or wherever you're watching us. And other than that, um, I was going to say something else. I don't know what, so is what it is. I guess it's time to go go ahead and talk about the SWAC conference preview. Starting off with our 2023 preseason all-conference team for the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Okay, Quick and this is completely different this. than anything you would have seen last year. Yes. Oh, yes. But but quick question. We always, or not always, we've been doing this from top to bottom FCS conferences, yeah. right? Why is the SWAC ahead of the MIAC when the MIAC wins that game every year? Because fuck you, that's why. All right, fair enough. Because <laughs> I felt what? like it. That's honest reaction. Because <laughs> I felt like doing it this way. <laughs> All right, so Florida A&M is really good. Yeah, uh, so yeah. there was legitimate talk of Florida A&M being a playoff team last year as a uh, – oh, my gosh, what's the term? At-large. At yeah, at-large at team. Yep, at at big at big dudes over there at Florida A&M. Um, yeah, so Jackson State was the conference champion last year. The conference champion of the SWAC and the conference champion of the MIAC meet in the Celebration Bowl and do not participate in the FCS playoffs. But they are totally allowed to send at-large teams, and Florida A&M at 9-3 was in consideration for that honor. They were passed over as one of the first four out of the FCS playoffs, though. Some might call that a tough out. That was a very tough out, but I don't think it counts as a tough out on the tier list. I think we'll put them somewhere else tonight. Yeah, what's, we'll find out in a minute. What's more unfortunate? What's more unfortunate is they're probably going to end up in the Celebration Bowl this year, so they missed their shot yes. basically. I yes, I gotta say, I'm impressed. I understand one is a return specialist, but I'm I'm impressed that Bethune Cookman has two guys on this list. Hey, that's better than their facilities. <laughs> Better than the number of head coaches that they have. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. So, a couple of interesting shout-outs here, I think it's fair to say. 
Texas Southern has Derek Morton on this team. Derek Morton is the only Texas Southern player on this team. Um, like we talked about in our last conference preview, I don't know that a singular wide receiver necessarily makes your offense scary to anybody, but hey, it's better to have one than to not have one. So I'll yep. take it. Um, I got to say, Keyshawn Johnson confuses the hell out of me, but he's a linebacker for Prairie View AM now. That's not a, that's not a wide receiver. That's correct. I'm very Line- confused. <laughs> Uh, but Prairie View AM is really bad, except for Keyshawn Johnson, that linebacker. So it makes it even more confusing. I, I mean, you can see it up here. A lot of these teams have one or two good players. Then there's Florida AM, and then Grambling State's another one that I'm going to have my eye on this year. I know, and I don't really know why. I think it's mostly because of Hugh Jackson, but their offense is awful. <laughs> yeah. That would be because of Hugh Jackson. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, it, I think it is worth pointing out that Jackson State still does have a couple of guys on this all-conference team. Not everybody went with these, Prime. These are the leftovers. I know that's the narrative. I feel really bad about that being the narrative, but it's the narrative for a reason because almost everybody transferred with Coach Sanders. Yeah. But I think Jackson State's going to be – like the second or third best team in this conference. I was going to say, they're not going to be bad. They're just, right. it's not going to be the team we had seen. Right. I feel like that's, they're not going undefeated this year. I, I think that's kind of the, yeah. the easiest way to put they, it. They didn't go undefeated last year. They still couldn't win the celebration bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Next, you're going to tell me that the Patriots didn't go undefeated in 2010. They, didn't. they, didn't they lost the, a game. They didn't win the Super Bowl. They mm-hmm. lost a game. Yeah. Yep. Yep, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so I do think this tier list is going to be a kind of a wide bottom gap heavy. in the middle. <laughs> Pretty bottom heavy, not going to lie. Also do want to say I really appreciate Prairie View A&M and Alcorn State for hitting that, uh, you know, my default Microsoft clip art on their logos. <laughs> It's really lovely. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's so true, though. <laughs> but let's start with Alabama A&M University. Alabama A&M has... Uh, Hopes for next season. Has some strengths on the lines, which gives me more hope than I feel like I should have. But yeah, they're not going to be... <laughs> Uh, Alabama State up next uh, has one of our All-Americans at linebacker Ah, for the FCS. But that's all they have. Adams, and you guys know how much I love linebackers, so I can find them anywhere, any any place, anytime. And that's what happened here because there's nothing else really that great about Alabama State this year. I mean, Robert Olsen is good, but like – how much does one guard influence your season? Like, unfortunately, as much as we talk about how important offensive lines are, having one of the five players on your offensive line be really good honestly doesn't make that big of a you know difference to your overall record at the end of the year. 
So I think Alabama State also ends yep. up luck next year. Uh, I would put them in not that bad, maybe even a tough out. Let's put them at least ahead. Yeah, okay, I'm fine with okay. that too. I was going to say at least ahead of Alabama A&M. All right. I can buy not that bad. Yeah. There are, I mean, yeah. They, I they finished 6-5 like last about. year. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Alcorn State did not do that. Nope. And no, they didn't. They're going to go right in that bottom tier. Bye-bye, Alcorn. Uh, this is Arkansas Pine Bluff with a massive, massive lion logo. The mane flowing just beautifully. The, the, the line is more ferocious than their team. Accurate. <laughs> also fair to point out, they have produced NFL players relatively recently. There's an offensive lineman from Arkansas Pine Bluff who got drafted a couple of years ago, and I can't think of his name right now, and I'm kicking myself. Hey, that's my job, okay? I forget names, not you. I'm not going to remember it. Let's just move on. Where do we put Where do we put Arkansas Pine Bluff? Ahead of Alabama A&M? Mm, what do you think maybe in the middle. I think they probably uh, belong in the middle there. I would say behind Alabama a and probably fair. Straight to the back. Yeah, okay. between okay. Cookman. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, now, if you'll notice, I did change the tier name from playoff contenders to celebration bowl contenders because the SWAC doesn't really do the playoffs. Uh, so it's very fair to go ahead and throw Florida yep. A&M up in the celebration bowl contenders tier. That's definitely where they belong. I put Grambling uh, ahead of ASU. They're going to be decent because of that mm. defense, but that's only going to carry you so far. I can, I can vibe with that, I guess. I don't know. Like both of these teams could finish roughly 500 and it wouldn't surprise me that much. Yes. Yeah. I, I would, I would put Grambling and tough out only because of their defense. Yeah, but I don't make know it that I trust teams to beat them. I don't know that I trust this defense that much. I feel like I was gonna say they're a, de- a tier bump for the defense. Yeah, they, their the defense is good. I don't know if they're that good. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm comfortable in front of Alabama State though. Um Jackson Jay State should be really good again this year. They're not going to be the same, so this is a metered really good for me, but it's still going to be a really good team. Yeah, I can see that, but I do want to caveat with putting Southern ahead of them in really good. I'm, I'm down do with that. that way. I vibe with that. Even even with Florida A&M performing so well last year, Southern really looked like the second best team in this conference, and it's looked that way for a couple of years. Unfortunately, they just had to yeah. deal with Coach Deion Sanders and his right. Jacksonville State Tigers. Is, I mean, honestly, State, do we want to do, do we want to put them in the Celebration Bowl contenders? Too? I think I think we could. Honestly, I do think it's going to be a two team race. I do think Florida and M yeah. going to be able to continue that momentum. Potentially, whoever doesn't make it. Out of those two, could be buying for an FCS playoff champion or playoff spot as well. Yeah, I can get down with that. I feel I think that's probably more realistic, honestly. JSU is 
going to take a step back from both of those teams while they themselves are taking a step forward. Yeah. So let's recognize the real. Is, is this a pinup logo? For no. uh, Valley State? It's a Delta Devil. Devil. I understand it's a devil, but it looks like it's made in the pinup style. Mm, no, it's not. I think I you're know, sexually frustrated. Exactly. Yeah, I think you you need to revisit our last conference preview and check out some of that Moorhead State. That's what I think you need right now. But I also think they go in ahead of Bethune. Oh, hundred, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ev- okay, in my opinion, everyone goes ahead of Bethune Cookman. <clears throat> well, I think Prairie View A and M is an argument on where they go because it's either ahead of Mississippi Valley State or ahead of Alcorn State. Um. Mm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would put him just ahead of Mississippi Valley State because it kind of puts him in that middle and buys us a little bit of credibility if uh, things don't pan out our way. <laughs> That's the worst reason, but I'm going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Get in there. Get in there, Panthers. <laughs> Slide right on in there. And then Texas Southern. Honestly, I know we only had one of their players on our all-conference team here. I think it's reasonable to put them right behind Alabama State in the not-that-bad. I don't know why exactly. I have a feeling about Texas Southern this year that they're going to be better than – I mean, they're going to be better than Mississippi Valley State and Prairie View A&M and Alcorn and, you know, Arkansas Pine Bluff. I think it's – I think there's a good chance – that they end up as the top half of this conference, <laughs> not necessarily through their own strength, even, yeah. but through the, a so, lot of the weakness of the rest of the conference. So we'll go not that bad. <laughs> That's where I'm at with them. <laughs> uh, so no tough outs here. Everybody's either not good or, yeah, pretty good. That's. <laughs> It's about where the swag is at right now. Honestly, that's where the swag has will, been at for a little while. But Jackson State yeah. was elevating the status of the conference as a whole there for a minute. That was really. I good will say too for the conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I will say too. Last year, Texas Southern they played North Texas and UTSA. They put up a decent amount of points. They just gave up way too many. After that, it seems like they kind of got their act more in gear, had a lot more competitive games after that. This year, instead, they're playing Toledo and Rice, and they're playing them a little bit earlier in the season. Hopefully, that'll be a springboard for them, and they can actually move up into that tough-out category uh, like we're talking about here by the end of the season. Yeah. I don't see them beating Toledo, but Rice could be a decent game. Yeah. I don't don't see them beating either of those teams. I'm just saying, in general – uh, as far I, as the rest of the season goes, I could see them see them beating Rice, but that's also because I don't trust Rice. Nor should you ever trust Rice. Yeah, they are terrible, but they are the Owls. So which, the Drake logo would work for them. I guess the Drake logo would work <laughs> for them. <laughs> oh, that's gross. 
Uh, so yeah, that's the swag for us. <laughs> uh, it, it'll be it'll be different. That's for sure. <laughs> it, it, it'll be a conference. <laughs> Will be a conference, and we have previewed it, and that's that's that. <laughs> no one ask any more questions. <laughs> exactly. We're not getting links this time because Tug doesn't want to read them right now. It's so unfortunate for all of you. I real feel I really feel sorry for everyone who's only listening to this conference preview because you're not getting to hear all these beautiful links read out by Tug, who's so good at it that we ask you him guys are time. more than welcome to. We will We're get them when we preview. We will get them when we preview the MEAC. So don't be too upset. We're getting to well, that I was right just here in just say, a second for all, everybody on Twitter. I was going to say, if, it's, if this is the only conference preview you're listening to, you're doing it wrong. Go find one where Tug reads you those links, and it'll make your world just that much brighter. It's totally worth it. Highly recommend it. So go check out more conference previews. That's, that's what this is it. about. Everyone hates me reading the links. You guys just do it because it annoys me. Everyone loves it. It's the it's the best part of the episode. Everyone loves it. It's the yeah. Really, I should pop back in and say, "Wow, what a great podcast!" After that, yes, that's the only time it's appropriate. It's when Tug reads out those beautiful links. Uh, But if you don't know what links we're talking about, go check the description because Tug's not going to read them this time. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. So you got to make do. But if you're on Twitch with us, stay here. We'll be right back very shortly. We got a whole other conference tonight. We're good.